שלום, my name is Nisim Lazari. It's very difficult to start this program, this show about basically my experience of Yom Kippur War. This week is a 40 years of of the being in the war. And what happened to a young man, young boy, I would say, barely 20 years old. Then when the war starting, and what happened from my side or my experience, it's only my perspective. And this is my great feeling about what happened in the war. I born in Israel. In Tel Aviv. Now it's Tel Aviv. I know a few people familiar with Tel with Israel and in and Tel Aviv especially. Now Tel Aviv is considered a snobbish and high society environment. I grew up with a in a unique family. We were the only Sephardic family there in those days, and this uh, and in very, very high society neighborhood that basically to our, oh, most of our neighbors were barely one kid and a dog. And Sephardi is basically, <laughs> it's, it was like, um, I would say using the, the bad words of blacks or something this. But anyway, I grew up in this society, I grew up And uh, I wasn't so easy boy. Also, I was very you know this is the, the I would say that the the sixties and seven beginning of the seventies, Woodstock's, Love and Peace movement, all the uh, EPs, and the influence of all the, the the rock rock and roll, pop stars, Beatles, Crimson Kings. Uh, Pink Floyd, all this kind of uh, environment, basic environment that was all over the world. I think that basically after, uh, in Vietnam War, that started in Vietnam, Korea and Vietnam War, the uh, post uh, say, uh, Cold War in Korea, and then become Vietnam, and everybody in America starting the peace movement, and the young people didn't want to join the army. And I, I was one of um, boys, people that uh, that saw the world as like love and peace, and we can do uh, peace with all the, all the people as long as we are considering them. You know, <laughs> it's funny that how, how things happen. You know, how things change during the years. But this is later. I, I will do my conclusion later. But. Uh, And then I, I found myself uh, joined the, the I would say the Navy Navy School for Electronics, and I learned over the electronics. I joined the army. I make it very short because I have many many steps in between. And I joined the army in 1971, November 1971, and I, I joined to the uh, to the Navy, Marine Navy. And 
I had a basic training and they put me on, I would say, in a base. Beginning it was in the nose and then later in the south, Shah Mashaykh. We joined a unit that basically called Palgat Namal as a unit that uh, guarding and running the show around, you know, that's this, this, the, the, I would say Sharm el-Sheikh and South Sinai. A very, you know, uh, the, the area is unbelievable, beautiful, gorgeous area. Uh, if somebody knows the Sharm el-Sheikh area, beautiful beaches, beautiful uh, marine life that you're diving over there and you can find yourself amazing with beautiful colors, kind of fishes, kind of uh, creatures uh, under the water. Um, uh, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, you cannot describe this, uh, you know, the feeling that when I used to take, I finished a shift, I used to finish a shift, night shift, take a sailboat, take a, a snorkel, and go to, to one of the bays over there. And it, it, it's an unbelievable feeling, especially as a, as a young man that just explore his life, explore life uh, being active. I myself didn't want to, in the beginning, I didn't want to join the army. I said, you know what, we can pay, make peace and leave me alone. But because in Israel it's mandatory and my brother was in the army, so I, I had, you know, everybody, everybody go to the army, join the army. So when I joined the Navy, I become slowly, you know, I become, uh, I was very good in my profession, let's put this, was, uh, I wasn't easy soldier, but uh, I, because I had a very high skill in, in my profession, so they, they, they used to choose me every time on a, on a kind of missions and all this stuff, I used to do a lot of crazy stuff in my uh, duty. I, I jumped uh, with two years in, in, in a beautiful, gorgeous area that basically the, the atmosphere in Israel, and I, I, in the atmosphere in Israel uh, after six day war was that we are invisible, we are, nobody can beat us, we're the super human in the, in the, in the globe. And nobody, nobody can touch the Israeli army. We, as a soldier, and I'm, I, and I tell you that soldier, we, we did so many things in the, the enemy areas, and we felt like uh, it's no nobody can touch us. We, we felt like like uh, I don't know, I don't want to say the impression, but like yachts, you know, people. Uh, the, the, the war come to us in a situation that we were 700 soldiers from Port, from Port Said up to Sharm el-Sheikh. It's like, what is it, like 400 kilometers? Something like that. 700 soldiers. And we were sure that, uh, that you know, with a small finger we will stop the, 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 uh, you know, the enemy and like, nobody can die, you know do to us arm. I remember that uh, 
I remember clearly that like a month before the the, the war started was a kind of uh, tackle in the nose with 13 MiGs that uh, the Israeli Air Force knocked them down and it was really something that the Israeli started up and then we have like the, the, another another incident in the Suez Canal with, with a uh, boat uh, uh, the Castro boat, Russian Russian boat that uh, used to be at the ambush over there there was knocking, uh, knocking also down over there. Many, many small incidents incident that uh, we create ourselves and to feel like we felt uh, like nobody, you know, we stole the radar from, from Egypt. <laughs> uh, we, we, we helicopter came to Egypt with, like, uh, with special forces and took the, the, the special radar that knew everybody was afraid about this radar. And they stole it from, and the, we, we in Israel we took it apart and discovered what the, the weakness of this radar. Uh, we have another another uh, mission that uh, tanks of Israel crossed the the the, the, the Suez and it wasn't uh, was the Gulf of uh, uh, the Red. What the name of I, 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 the name is really not right now in my head, but cross over the uh, across from Rasoda. And went with the tanks over there and destroyed quite a few um, bases in, in Egypt. So the really the the, uh, the feeling of each of us was that you know, we are we are the best. We are the biggest. The best. We can do whatever we want. Um, Yom Kippur was Shabbat, Friday, uh, Saturday. So Friday afternoon. I was serving in Sinai, and one one of uh, a control unit that was joined the Air Force, the intelligence, and the Navy. And Friday afternoon, I know that one of the intelligence came to us and told us that the Egyptian and the Syrian basically uh, said said the code of. You know, they, they, they used to do a training, and they did a training before that, like, like an show that uh, it's nothing, and then the, during the training, they, they basically declare the code, uh, moose, it's banana, it's a banana, yes, in Arabic, that this is this the code that transfer the training to a real war. And we, we you know, we were so... Uh, peaceful, oh, nobody can touch us, nobody, nothing. Friday, uh, Shabbat night. Shabbat night, we, you know, before Yom Kippur, I tell you, it's, it's, it's a little bit, you know, it's, I mean, I'm ashamed to say it, but this that was the lifestyle of soldier in the army, and I believe that still today, till today, we have, we have this in, in, in Israel. That, uh, yes, Yom Kippur is supposed to be celebrated by fasting and supposed to be in synagogues, but many, many uh, young men that sitting in the, in, the, in the bases in the army and not religious, that basically grow up anti-religious, feeling that this is the now is good uh, occasion to, to celebrate, to make parties. So before Yom Kippur, we 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 studying up 
collecting movie. You know, in those days we had the, the, the Super 8, it is it? like uh, all the <laughs> old movie theater, uh, old movie films. And what we used to do is that <laughs> every week that we used to get, you know, made the, the what do you call it? The the kitsin tabut. It's uh, the the officer that uh, basically entertainment officer. Uh, he, he used to give us movies. Well, he was in, in a very very far location. He gave us movies, and we if we had a, a good action movies, we used to cut the <laughs> the part of this movie. And what we did in the end of the like the year that we collect a very big role of all the best acting, uh, action movies, you know. And that's what was uh, our entertainment uh, for Yom Kippur night. Besides this, we decided there wasn't enough food in our places, so we took our emergency car vehicle and we went down from the big mountain, went to the base, and basically we, we took, I don't want to say, we stole from the kitchen over there uh, quite a few cases of steaks and chickens and we brought it back to the unit and we, we did uh, over there uh, barbecues Shabbat night and we know that basically that the code already by the Egyptian and Syrian already that's in the real war, but again, you cannot describe this, you know. I went, I checked my soldier, I was, I was in commando on, on, the, on my, my unit. I was the, the, the in charge of the, the unit. And I checked the, my soldier that everything is running, all the, the equipment and everything is one and uh, I went to sleep. I think I, I remember at about five o'clock I get up and I went out to to the restroom. It was open and, and over there. And I look at the sky and I, I I never forget it. I saw a huge falcon. I basically gliding above us. And standing and standing and I staring, I stare at him, and they, they stare, you know, and look, look, and I couldn't figure what, what is that? I, I think today I don't know what, what it is, but this is an unbelievable vision or you know something to see, a huge uh, a falcon, or I think the right word is falcon or oak, maybe oak, the right term is oak. No, it's gliding above us, and I, 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 you know, looking at steering thing, 10, 15 minutes. I couldn't take my eyes from it. You know, just such a gorgeous, beautiful look. And that's it. You now, as I went back, I checked all my so again, checked my soldier, now back, and then it was like uh, the day running quickly, two o'clock. Two o'clock we get the siren and we just just jump to each one to his location and I, I, look, I look over there and what happened 
the Air Force unit, the radar of the Air Force discovered uh, was 12 aeroplanes, Sukhoi airplane, is bombing bombers, aeroplanes that basically come from the direction of Tehran uh, Island and Saudi Arabia and basically come and start basically dropping bombs on the airport and after the airport and in, in, uh, in, in the airport was two phantoms two of them was on, on, on a high, high alert the pilot was inside inside the, the, the cockpit and basically in a, a situation of my unit, our unit basically, the Air Force unit we signaled them to fly, to take off and they took off immediately and and God, nothing, nothing happened. You know, basically, what the bomb that they, they, they threw bombs that breaking the, the you know the uh, the landing um, road, and they didn't. They missed all of them. Basically, they missed all of them. And during run out from the airport, they moved to the 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 the, the, the anti aircraft missiles, the Ox base, and over there they hit direct. The Oak, the Oak bases. I think three guys died over there. And then continue to our direction. And I'm standing up on the on the top of the of the mountain with basically an Uzi, Uzi gun, machine gun, same machine gun. And I call. I said, "Oh, come here, come here. I'll knock you down. Come here, I'll knock you down." I, I, I you know, this is what the feeling that. That nobody can touch us, you know. That's a, a, a and and during this, I would say that's like seven eight minutes of our deal. And then the, the, the one phantom, I think it's Raf Salanagosi, was over there. He knocked eight of uh, eight eight aeroplanes of the Sukhoi. He knocked them down, and then the other one ran away. And now we started listening, getting all the day. The communication lines just bombarding, you know. It's, 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 I hear this guy crying, to, uh, calling for help. This guy calling for help. This uh, and then we got message from our from our commander. As was Evolomog said, this is we are um, we are in, in a war position right now. Everybody in a war, and the, the forces of Syria and Egypt start attacking. You know, I'm telling you, I got a goosebump right now. We don't know. We suddenly we got the, the, the um, amount. You know, I, I don't know if we just digest. We couldn't. We couldn't digest it. You know the truth. That, you know. Okay, we the war, war. You know, but uh, we we didn't. How much, we didn't know how much inten what intensity. You know, of this war. You know, we saw the war. That we saw the phantoms uh, dropping eight eight aeroplanes of them, and. Oh, we uh, we hearing uh, from the other side on the uh, uh, Soichan Canal uh, all this kind of report that uh, I, I had a friend over there that we used to, to work with, you know, uh, we, uh, because we used to work in a certain field of electronics devices. So we had to turn uh, uh, to Abu uh, Rodez uh, and the Mezah over there was a, a special, some special. Hmm, uh, Bank bunker that uh, control over there. So.
So we we didn't start hearing the, the, the report coming, and another our airplane starting falling, and this another airplane falling apart, and they keep coming and coming, coming. I myself was iconic. I called down to the to the main base, to the main base, and I spoke with my officer. I said, "Listen, please send me some kind of help. Some kind. Of, I need more people, more more ammunition, more guns." And they tell me, oh, listen, don't worry. Don't worry, you are in the best place. Nobody, they mistakenly bomb in a location instead of you, and don't worry. Oh, okay, uh, now the night come. Matsaki Pu come. And uh, we are basically studying getting the, the, the right pictures because we're getting the reports from all over, all over. And uh, this airplane fall down, this airplane, and if I correct, I think that in the first days uh, about 80 hour airplanes fall down from this. You know, they used to shoot on on each airplane like 10, 15 missiles. The SAMs, you know, SAM three, SAM two, SAM six, uh, whatever they use, you know. And you, you could be the best pilot in the world, and you can use the the the, the, the special gadget that to try to move. But one of them will beat you down. So many pilots didn't want to go to on air because of this, and I, I, I don't blame them. You know, I know that I know the story about Zoro, who was the commander of Machane uh, David, a big uh, air, 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 air force base, and by the by by the the, the army laws, he couldn't fly, and he, he took his, the law by himself, and that's to give encouragement to the pilot that the pilot didn't want to go up. And he took an aeroplane in Syria, it was in Syria in the nose, and he himself uh, fell down into the end and died. He was one of the best pilots in, in the Air Force. He was unbelievable pilot. So we, we started getting up, and I, 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 I started preparing my, my soldiers to, be, uh, to, to pass the night. Now, we know that. We all all around us, basically, soldiers, uh, our uh, enemy soldiers, and we. I prepare my, my. We had like kind of protection around us, and the the guys from the air force was in a different uh, at the same mountain, but the, another officer was over there from the air force, and he put them in a different location. I insist to put my soldier in a different location because I, I, I couldn't, I would say that uh, in my judgment, I, in those days, I said that it doesn't make sense to put them where the, where, where the, the other officer did it. And I told him, please take care of, take care of your soldier. Don't tell me my, what, what to do with my soldiers. We start, you know, and now 10 o'clock at night, you know, if we know it's Yom Kippur, it's Yud Betishrei, and Mutzesh Kubur, Yud Aleph already, and this, the moon almost full. Uh, if somebody knows what is the desert look at night, it's, it's uh, again, it's, it's something that you cannot describe in words, what a beauty, what glory, 
night, which altered the moon, the moon the, the, uh, the almost three, more than three quarter full, this, this sky full of stars, gorgeous, gorgeous night, very romantic night, like, nights like this. And we see, uh, basically we discover in the radars, two, two aircrafts, quite slow movement come towards us from uh, direction of uh, Atu, at about 200 uh, kilometers, uh, 120 miles basically, and they come closer. We look at the, with the binoculars, uh, and we saw two light that's coming close to us. Basically, we thought it's a, either helicopters or something. We don't, we didn't know. We tried to call some aeroplanes that to knock, that to, to get, but we, all the aeroplanes that uh, was uh, occupied on the north and and the, the, the Suez Canal and in uh, um, the and and Ramata Golan. So, and then they see coming closer, 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 and about, I would say, uh, and I'm, I, I'm standing outside, I'm looking with, follow them with the binoculars, my guys sitting inside following them with the radars, and about a mile and a half, it disappeared. Disappeared from another eye, and then it's like another 20, 20 seconds or something like this, a, a big boom. Again, I, I, I describe it as a deep, big boom because I, I don't remember, I, I cannot rewind my memories on this split of seconds that I find myself almost barely, barely uh, almost naked because the boom was so hard and my clothing just tear apart, you know, and, and everything started burning. I'm looking, I'm looking around. I, 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 I hop, and, and, and you know, this, that we got hit, you know, we didn't know exactly what, what happened, but we got, I understood that we got hit. And I start looking at my, uh, looking around me, collect my, my, my soldiers, our unit basically destroyed. And I look, I collect my, my, my soldiers, then the Navy soldiers, and I, I, I remember one of my, guy, my guys, Havna, come to me, he said, uh, look, look at my, what happened, what, I, I have something in my back, and I look in my back, and I saw basically his ribs, bare ribs, no meat, nothing, just flesh, you know, with the moonlight, the ribs was so white, and around it's nothing. That's just a fl meat, a flesh meat, nothing. You know everything. You get it. You get it like something that you know the, from. The, I don't know exactly what happened. It was like from from the fire. And it was uh, the, the, the we found in the end that it was a missile. It called Kelt, and this is like was loaded with naplam naplam material and it was started burning and basically that uh, it's to call this big piece you know all and I 
told him, no, 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 nothing happened, nothing happened. Oh, it's, it's, it's more scratch, because he was in shock status. Nothing happened. Uh, let's let's collect all, all my soldiers. And collect all my soldiers. And put them in uh, one place. Now, the place is like this. is like a small, narrow top of the mountain. Uh, I would say uh, in a field about... 20 feet wide in, in the narrow place. And it's the, the, the distance, like a uh, thousand feet, something like this, between, you know, but we was on one side, then the, uh, in the middle was uh, the generators, and we had like uh, about 3,000 gallons of kerosene, uh, 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 yeah. Kerosene over there for the generators. And then after was the Air Force base, and then after it was the, the intelligence base. And I, I was the, the remote area, basically the, the, the last one. I collect all my, my soldiers, and now because the direct heat, the, the, the generators and the oil, the, the, the kerosene just burning up, burned up. Big, big fire. Now I'm I have to cross this big fire to to the Air Force side and see how we, how we organize ourselves, you know. In the meantime, we had also we we didn't have and we lost basically all the communication with the base in the base. And later, we found that the Air Force part had uh, like a walkie-talkie that connected the the. the to the uh, air tower, the air control tower. That this is was our communication. But uh, then, then I start. You know, okay, let's let's move, let's move. I took my soldiers, and you know, I I, I would say that it's, it's again it's something that maybe sounds very very cruel, but uh, you know, as a soldier, we did so many crazy, many many stupid and crazy stuff. We used to get, uh, you know, we we have uh, rats and mice in, in the bases all the time, you know, in the, de the desert. You always have this kind of animal that's running through the garbage. Uh, when in every base, yeah, when you have a, a human uh, garbage, the, the animal come over there. So we used to catch them, and by the catching them, we used to take the uh, gasoline, put them there, and fire them, and running, and they used to run and screaming like. And this moment, when I pushed the, this, my, my soldiers, this is exactly what I felt. You know, just, I, I'm running through the fire, and I see this, the, 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 the mice, the rats, that's running with fire, and, and this, I never forget this kind of uh, feeling that, you know, I am I, the, the rats, I am the fire rats, you know, right now. So we crossed the, I, I pushed them on the way, I crossed this line of fire, and we could gather out together with the, with the, the Air Force uh, soldiers, and we had we had uh, unfortunately also girls over there, and together we stand up, and now we we start to communicate with the base. Now, uh, the, the the Air Air Force uh, tower, you know, the, the air control tower. Of the Air Force, and then the Air Force tower 
talk with the Air Force base and the base called to the to the other to the Marshall unit and it was like like a, a broken phone system. It was this is was the feeling that nobody can touch us and we wasn't prepared at all. And then we heard that the commando, the Egyptian commander is going to climb on us and trying to capture us. Basically this was the, the, the scary moment for the our officers down in the field because that's what happened in the in the in the north in the Khamun. The Khamun we are again the same more or less the same basis with the intelligence all the stuff and they caught quite a few guys. One of one of my friends was over there in the Khamun and he was in the captures also. And he, after after the war he told me what happened to him it was it's 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 a disaster. This human was toughest. And I know that uh, my my one of my friends, Tzvika Zuzel, was uh, in, in the the Mezach bunker, and he was by the Egyptian. He, he would get also very, but he was not not like not like the Syrians. So. Starting, you know, uh, see who is wounded, what is not wounded, and come, coming to collect all the this pieces together. Now we add, now, now, eventually the, the a, a phantom come, and the phantom basically come and start shooting with his a Vulcan, a Vulcan uh, machine gun, is something that can shoot 6,000 bullets a minute. It's something that you cannot describe again. The feeling, what when you hear it, uh, only when you have that. And we, we was, we were, uh, we have some few guns and stuff like this. And we, sta we, we took a location in between, you know, the the, the front of the uh, of the base. And we was uh, thought we went to uh, to face the the Egyptian commando. In the meantime, the air force come and. By giving him instruction, the Air Force started and shooting in between us and so-called the Egyptian commando, and they didn't want us to follow our captures. This was the, the and every time that the Phantom was coming and shoot, shoot this is is I don't know how many bullets, but and he going up and then he's create a huge scream, use something that when it go up and then the, the machine gun is turning, it's making like a no, noise of scream, you can't, again, it's, and all of us, I don't think that every bit of people that was like around me screamed, it, it, it went instinctively, you know, that screamed together with this machine gun, and this kind of noise, and, they, and you see this black, Huge monster that the, the, the phantom is coming above us, shooting is and go up and again and again. And okay, then then we we find ourselves quiet and the area that vehicles and stuff coming close to us. Then we have we saw three tanks, basically T fifty five. The Russian tanks. These Russian tanks, uh, we captured it in a six-day war, in 
been converted to the Israeli tanks, but in during uh, one of the, the missions that we did in Egypt, we used these tanks to go to Egypt, and we put like and loudspeakers in Arab uh, our voices that the people in, in, in the field, the Arabs, will think that it is Arabs' uh, tanks. And that's what exactly what we thought when they we saw now now the uh, tanks come across uh, to us with Hebrew language talking, and we don't have any communication with them. And they was very scared because you know you, 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 nobody. It, it's a little bit stupid to send a tank to a to a m mountain that every rock can can be hiding for 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 a RPG or another another soldier to attack this kind of tanks, you know. But they, uh, unfortunately, you know, that we didn't have nothing else, so that's, they sent this, the, the, the command of Marshal sent these tanks. So we thought this is Arab tanks in the beginning. Now, until we found that with the Air Force uh, Tower, you know, the, the Air Force, uh, Air, Airport tower uh, control and to the air force and the air force to the, the marshal and the marshal to the the, the, the tanks were uh, it was really really big big mess over there in the matter of communication. Remind me what happened here in the in in the September 11 between the police and the fire department and all this for the police authority. Everybody nobody knows exactly what to do, and we are standing now under under the, the barrel of the tanks, basically the tanks killed another two guys from us, from our so our, our units. Uh, they are the reserve, the reserve power um, people. And we are standing under this barrel of the ta tanks, and we or, we cannot move, you know, basically, because every movement they shoot, because they were very, very scared, very, very scared that the, the soldier and the tanks. And we... <laughs> So I know that even one one guy even found himself hiding in in, in, in inside the in the pit of the bathrooms for kind of scareness, you know. And then we starting we uh, uh, we starting talking with the, again with the walkie-talkie uh, from the air force and all this stuff, and we screaming at the tanks. We are Jews. We are Jews. Shmai Israel, Shmai Yudim, and they couldn't listen to us because the tanks was running, you know, the, the engine running. And then we got to, uh, you know, they, they, we, we get out, we took a, 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 a t-shirts, yeah, t-shirts, white t-shirts, and we waved it, like, uh, you know, that's what we agreement, that between Air Force until, and we get out. It's almost two o'clock at night now. We start looking for all, all the, f the people around us, where they are, what they are, and we found basically that we lost, I, I lost my five close friends from the Air Force. Very, very close friends. Max, Max Berzelay. Yaakov Hefetz, Kobe Hefetz, Kobe Rosen, Eliezer Ausman, and so on. And we 
blame myself so so much because I, I, I didn't insist to put them, you know, to tell the, the Air Force commander to put them in a different location. It was it took me many years to, to take over to get over of this blame feeling that why I didn't push them to be like I I put with my soldier. Anyway, uh, I'm just uh, I'm I'm starting uh, you know collect all the, the information around us. We found that uh, he, uh, one of the soldiers just flew uh, flew out from the mountain. A few flew, but uh, one is still survived, hanging on his belt, about but about 50, 60 feet below the mountain, on a very sharp cliff, and he's hanging over there. Wounded, night time. Okay. Talk with him. We hold him, you know, that he won't sleep over there. And we we couldn't take him out, you know. Now it's night. You cannot open light because you're afraid of the commander around it. You cannot, you know, it, it's it's messy. I. I discovered that I did, I get bent a little bit. I, my ears was popping out from the, you know, and we starting uh, trying to go down to take out the wounded, down to the to the to the medical uh, army unit. And I went to the, the the vehicle over there. It was the same vehicle that we basically took Friday night to steal the meat. Me and Max, and and you know, uh, and during the, the the Friday night, the the spring of of the the gas pedal broke down us. So we took a rope, a small rope, and. We tied it to the pedal, and I used to hold it up, and Max used to, to tell me, let it go, let it go, go up, down, you know, and, and that's how I would drive all the way to the, the, the main base over there, and that's why we come back. Now, I took the, the place of the driver, and I, and I couldn't take it. Couldn't do it. I know this. Like I don't remember if I cried or almost collapsed. Look, and somebody else took it, and they took us to to the mesh unit. The mesh unit over there. The, the doctor, Dr. Tal, I remember him. He was also in, in very big shock. He, he was so, so uh, the wounded, he, he knew us personally. Uh, each, we, were, we were like a family over there. So, and in the meantime, they brought some uh, Arab soldiers also to the mesh. And he, in the beginning, he didn't want to, to touch them. He didn't want to, to, to treat them. 
and later he, 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 he treats them. But then, then we start getting the again the pictures and see how many people are coming wounded. And this, you listen to the new, you listen to the, the, the communication in, in the radios. And yeah, this 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 bunkers fall down. This bunker fall down. The thing that you would never dream. They took us to the Tel Shomer. Tel Shomer is in, in, in Israel already. The the um, I went to the, the hospital. And I said, I, I, come, I, I don't need to go. I want to go back. I want to go back. So. Avner and Mutsafi and another Avner, yeah, Avner, Avner, yeah. They, 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 they were very, they were very, very wounded, you know, strong wounded, you know, they were very. So they stood, and I, I took my stuff and basically I ran away from the hospital. I said, because I live not far from Tel Shomer. I decided to go to go to visit my, my, my parents' house before go back to the so I, I went to the I, I you know and it was again okay you did whatever you want you know just stop the car in the in the world people take you to wherever and then you see and make clothing it was shattered down you know all the you know the, my shirt was burning shirt full of blood you know. And I come, I come home. Now I didn't know, I didn't know that what happened. One of my neighbors, her daughter was serving in in the base next to us, not not far from us. And she saw all this kind of bomb, all this big, you know, people telling us that it's a huge mushroom. When when we got hit, it was a huge mushroom above us. And then they heard that the, the, the news, the commander took us apart and all this stuff. And she called immediately to her parents and said, uh, she told that uh, I, I, I passed away also. So nobody come to uh, my parents. Nobody come close to them. Everybody was afraid to tell them. And You know, he come to visit Israel. He with nothing to do with the war. So I told him, "Listen, come, come, let's go. We have to go back." I took him to the airport. We got to the airport, below the airport. We took a flight back to my unit. And in the meantime, we listened to the Moshe Dayan was. Secretary, uh, boy, called the Defense Minister, and Golda Meir. He said that this is the third point. He said third. Choban Beit Shlishi. It's, I don't know. It's the destruction of the third temple. It was 
in a, in a panic situation. Come to the unit now, and I want to go back to the to the same location. I said, you know, you don't have nothing to do over there right now. It's nothing to do over there. Uh, you 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 run away from the hospital. You cannot stay here. I said, no, I must stay. And in the meantime, we're sitting on the bunker. Uh, we're sitting over there in the main base, and we heard this is what we heard the siren of chemical attack. Telling you, everybody wants to run to the bunker, the bunkers over there. And in the middle of the bunker was gas masks. And everybody starts grabbing and like, like. And the people that close to the door couldn't get it, you know, that and starting like, I, I couldn't take it. I went out, you know, and, and my, my brother also, me and my brother took out, you know. And you scream and give me a mask, give me a mask. Baruch Hashem, you know, eventually what happened that uh, this airplane went, continued further north and further north, and then turned, and nobody knows exactly what happened, why it didn't drop the, 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 the chemical bombs. But Yav Hashem, you know, and then, then he, he go back to his, uh, it was, I think, uh, Ataka, I don't remember exactly that the air force did come back. Atakia, I think, and he went back to there without dropping the bombs. But you get a feeling that you are you you nothing basically, and people starting, you know, it was so so scary. Then I, I took, I, my brother went to, I, I, my brother couldn't uh, help over there, so he went to another location, and I took a, a, a ride to uh, Avodes, further north to the, to the direction of the canal, and I said, listen, I'm going to, to do something over there. I want to, I want to, I want to fight. And right now, in the perspective, what happened to me, it was a really, it was, it was on total shock. And... I know maybe a kind of something to, to prove to, to, to my friends that died that it's nothing, you know, it's not, not for nothing. That we keep fighting. Come over there. It's already more than a, and a week already into the war. Starting getting, uh, you see the light in the end, you know. And I, all, all the time, all the time, this, during this war, I, I thinking to myself, our soldiers, you know, in Vietnam wars, or in uh, Second World War, the First World War, the, the long wars, how they survive, so, you know, such an intensity, such long, long, and we are only weak, ten days in the war, and we, we, we don't know what, what's going on, you know, just, it's crazy. How people can, can survive this? I, I I crossed we crossed the the, the, the Gulf, went to Jabal Ataka over there, and then I I, I saw that the war is, the war basically stopped. The 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 uh, Sharon 
basically uh, went across the cha channel, uh, uh, the Tarat and basically surround the, uh, the third army of the Egyptian. And we were only than one kilometer from Cairo, basically. We run. I, I saw, uh, and I, I am, I'm like a freelancer, you know, I just, I, I don't, I don't belong to nowhere, and nobody, I'm doing whatever, I, thinking that, uh, and this moment is right, and then I decided to go back to my unit and start it all over again, and I took back a uh, uh, ride, I went up to the mountain without any, asking any, any, any officer to come to, to the unit and start building up. There was over there the reserve duty, the reserve soldiers, and uh, I, I had a very good knowledge about. And I, I, my commander told me, "Listen, you, you have to go back. You, can, you cannot, you cannot stay." I said, "No, I'm not leaving. You, if you, if you take him from here, you take him to the jail. I'm not going. I'm not going to leave here." And I, st I stayed there. I stayed there, and I rebuilt my unit fully operational and I just uh, took you know I built even I, I even I built a, a new uh, I would say club or soldier club mm -hmm. uh, if you see the pictures it's, it's amazing it's a beautiful sight gorgeous the view is unbelievable. You see all the Gulf of Aqaba and the, the islands and Shadwan. We build it over there, and then we're waiting. You know, it's a ceasefire. Ceasefire. I'm, I'm insist to stay over there, in the, in the, in the unit, and by me. I think it was very smart. Now, in, in retroactive or um, perspective, back, you know, to look, I think it was the really right decision for me because I saw my friends from the Air Force and, and the intelligence that they didn't go back. And it's took them many years to get over the, 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 the fright, the, the, the fear, and the scary, and we had, uh, I remember a girl that used, used to film for many years, look at the sky. Because every every star, every shooting star was reminded of a, a, a missile. So, I'm standing over there, and, and I brought quite a few guys from, uh, uh, you know, the old old unit, back to the to the unit, with, with the, the reserve uh, duty soldiers. And one day, I was uh, alert, and we're looking, looking again, and my soldier called me and said, look, another missile. So we already was trained what to do. We, we, we shot the machine, the, the, shot all the, the equipment, and worked in different. But for me, it was the, the, the test, or, or the really something that I, I could say that I recovered myself only because 
I operational, I operate like 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 a robot. I did exactly what we have to do. And the uh, and another guy, Yaakov, he couldn't move. He was frozen. He, he was frozen. He just froze down, you know. And then I gave him a big, big slap in the face. Move. And things got it, it was only a testing racket that they, they sent it to, to, to calibrate the, the system over there. And we, we ran, you know. After after the war, I came back to, to Tel Aviv, and then I saw my fr some friends, some people, you know, sitting in Dizingo. Dizingo is that the, 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 the uh, let's say that the Fifth Avenue of uh, of Tel Aviv, or I would say King's Highway of Brooklyn, all the the restaurants, the the, the bars, and people come and tell me, ha, uh, huh, you are. Uh, Fire should go up, you know. It's, it's, you, in 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 a simple words, you are so stupid. What you go to the war? What it is? And they don't have. They didn't understand with that Israel almost was destroyed, and nothing could stop the the Egyptian. You know, when when I'm looking about. When I, when I was over there on the mountain, that during the same night when we get it, the I would the major, major concern was that now they have an open highway to go and basically no no radars, no electronic device to follow them, and no no nothing. So just the the aid just to go and continue running to from from our place to a lot. To go all the way and surround all the, the everything, and nobody could stop them. No, what what is it? Is it's it's amazing. It's amazing when when you hear the people, the the, the Egyptian soldier that what they say, why they stop, why they stop? With nobody could stop them. You know, up to Refidim, they already almost up to Refidim, and no, we no soldier over there. Nobody. Only today, I would say, many years, many years took me to. Now I'm Balshuva. I am. I see the miracles of the Kadosh Baruch Hu. I see, I see what what happened to us. If I, I always said, you know, coincidence. I was afraid, you know, all this, but nothing, nothing coincidence. The Kadosh Baruch Hu was running the show over them. He let us to show to see us that we are not. We couldn't do it ourselves. Nobody could stop them. Nobody. And what miracles after miracles. It's miracles that be, it's, it was on, on Yom Kippur, not in Rosh Hashanah. Because all the people in Rosh Hashanah go to parks and go to the beaches. In Yom Kippur, at least people don't go. Not driving, and then the street was... It's easy to collect the people, the soldiers from the, from the, from the synagogues. It's easy. The, the, the roads was open, no jams, no traffic jams. Imagine yourself, what happened if in Sukkot, or that all the traffic jams, nobody could move soldier, nobody, nothing. Find the soldier in, 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 in all this mess to go to fight. And coming, you see that this, 
kind of miracles that you know you see the I, I, I heard about a conversation an intelligence report of the officer of in, in Syria that he said I couldn't I couldn't continue I saw end from sky stopping me this is Arab soldier said you know you hear about Koach Tzvika one tank that destroyed hundreds of Syrian tanks and nobody could touch him basically uh, looking at this you know my, my personal point of view of this war and I really I really discovered over there it took me it took me years to discover that how how the Kadosh who is running this world and how, how to give us the vision. You know, so many, so many, so many of my friends till today don't see it as as a miracle. You know, it's, we were the Egyptian was afraid and all that. And I see it so clear that that I'm standing here right now. It's a miracle by itself. And then what what happened to me all along, every single moment, miracles after miracles. I'm running, you know, I'm just, and you can you have to be blind, man, to see that if a kadosh baruch don't put his finger and you you don't have nothing, nothing, you know, just nothing. And no, I, if we don't see the ashgachah of the the, the the iron dome on Israel, or the, the Anan, the pillar, the light pillar around Israel, about the old every Jew, every Jew, and is wherever, wherever is he. The, the Ashgachah Pratit, it's, 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 it, we are blind, we're blind. I'm telling you, it took me many, many years, and I'm, I, I, my story of returning to is it's a different, a different, different issue, a different, different, I, I would say, different program about it, that, I come back to Chuba because of my, my children. I didn't even thought about it. I, after the war, I studying, looking around, looking around. Uh, I, I, I was in the Guru Maharaji. I was in the, in, in the Christianity. I, was in, in, I lived in a Muslim village. I, I, I wandered around, looking, you know, traveling in Europe. Come back, my father passed away. I, 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 my, and then my mother passed away. I go graduate. I will go to university. And we want. I want to be denied the Kadosh Baruch running my life. I want. I, 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 I want. I didn't want to accept it. I want. I didn't. I don't, I don't. No. What is this? I'm a good guy. Why are you doing it to me? Why are you doing it to me? And, and what happened to me? Every time is. I think. That, and suddenly, the, uh, nobody, nobody brainwashed me. I wasn't in a seminar. I wasn't even in classes in, uh, of Torah. I st I, and my kids started coming home. They wanted to keep Shabbat. I, I, I didn't know how to eat it. I didn't know how to, to digest it. You know, that what, what happened? What, you crazy? Shabbat is that, you know, for me, it's a resting, watch TV, looking the best programs. And you want to close the TV? What is this? And slowly, slowly, I, I, I found that I, I, I'm, I'm 45 years old. And I don't know nothing about my religious. Even I study and, and so-called Mamlachti Dati. 
I, 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 I didn't know nothing about my God. I didn't know about you know, my, my relationship with him. And then the, all, everything is come back and, and you, you're going and watching what, what happened miracles, what everything at miracles. Every single stuff, a Kolotova, everything is for our benefits. What do you think we thought? We thought it is worth uh, that happened to us. This is the, the, the right things. This is the best things that happened to us. You know, I look at my family now. I'm telling you loud and clear. If I would continue, if I if I I, 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 I would I was continue my lifestyle and uh, what what kind of people that was running, I wouldn't be married today. I wouldn't have seven kids. Bo Hashem, you know, that learning Torah. That uh, uh, you know, uh, understanding what what is the Kadosh Baruch Hu is all about. Well, I wouldn't. My wife, she coming from background of anti uh, total anti-religious, and she's she's stronger than me. She's she's uh, you know understand better than me. My kids, my my, my children learning in a top yeshiva, Baruch Hashem, learning. Learn, I'm telling you, learning, sitting uh, 16, uh, 16 hours a day learning Torah. I, 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 and I, I, till today, it's, it's difficult to, to understand, you know, what can, what happened, you know, and you find, you know, find yourself that you come involved and, and find the good about, you know, you find that, you find that the Kadosh Baruch Hu is our father, he want our benefits, he want, he want our, our, our good, and it is exactly the same, like when you see your, your child running to the, to the street full of cars, you grab him, you grab him back and you give him a patch on, uh, on his behind and said, enough, look where you're going. And this is for me, this is for me what my, my lesson from this, all this uh, 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 war, you know, I lost, I lost a very, you know, I lost a very, very dear friends over there. I lost, uh, and, and I would say that Many years took me to, to, to come down from this, all this vision and all see what, what what we saw over there. It's not easy. It's not easy to erase memory and to come and start building stuff. And I don't want to erase the memory. I don't want it. I want to build a new perspective, a new glasses to, to watch it and see where we're heading and be... I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can be a, a kind of model of... But it's not a matter of it's a matter that people can see where we're we going, where we're we going today with this our society and this kind of nonsense that so surrounded us, you know, with all this the, the divorce rate going up, the kids dropping kids outside, and it's not only in a Jewish society; it's all over. But in Jewish society, we thought it will be uh, immune of this, and we see that it's not. It's not. This is our Yom Kippur war. It's a daily. It's not a, a, a two weeks Yom Kippur war. It's basically every day now, every day of uh, of fighting and coming back, coming back close, bring the Kadosh Baruch Hu closer to you, and run away from from this kind of gashmiut or that other spirit, uh, 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 physical uh, uh, temptation. I'm telling you, I I I I don't know if it's if it's if if it's right to say uh, here in, in this kind of, uh, I, I was one of the hunters. I was one of the people that go. Uh, I, 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 I was barman. I was working in a bar. I, I did so many crazy, crazy stuff. 
I, if you, you see my my picture, I, I graduated in a university that considered the, the one of the leftists, Art and Design Academy, you know, Betzalel, uh, it's well known in, in, in with all the, the parties that are going around it and all this kind of lifestyle. And you don't have nothing. Basically, you pull yourself to the, the animal, an, animal lifestyle. You, 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 you desire, you want, you will just to fulfill your desire. You want to eat, you want to eat. You go to go to go, you go, you go to, you want a girl, you want to take a girl. You want, uh, 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 you want to, to, to smoke uh, uh, drugs, you smoke drugs. You, uh, it's nothing that you can stop. You, you become, you become your own goddess, you know, in a certain way. I lived in a, in a society that basically naked, naked from clothing, and no shame, nothing. And I, I, I always saw that it's cool, it's nothing, I feel nature, I feel good, and I, I don't have nothing to be ashamed, ashamed about it, you know. And when you discover that we, we belong to, to, to the, really to the, the nation, it's a royal family. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. We, I, I cannot do it anymore, you know. I, I have a beard and beard here. Why? Why? I, 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 you know, I, 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 oh, anyway, believe me, it's not, it's not so easy and it's not... Uh, but one of, one of the main reasons I have this... I have one, my, my private Kabbalah, but the main, main reason, I would say, is that I remember myself as a student in Yerushalayim walking and my university was next to Mea Shalim. I used to walk every morning and every night time back and forth to the station, to the bus station with a girlfriend, with her, you know, and I look at these creatures, the black and white, uh, with the penguins, cowboys, nicknames, all this, uh, with a beard and pearls, and I said to myself, what the primitives, I am the man of the world, I am learning university, I know about this, and that they don't know nothing. Today, I look at the mirror and said, that you are this man, you are these people that you love them, you know why? Because today I know these people know million times, 10 million times, knows better than me knowledge. My son that is learning in university and, and in the yeshiva, he knows better, much, 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 and I cannot say how much, more than me. Even he, died, he didn't graduate university, he didn't have the degree, he didn't have, you know, uh, math and, and, and uh, environment and industrial design degree and all this kind of nonsense, you know. He knows much of this knowledge of the Gemara, of our sage. So huge, so big. And we left to walk of, of our Yom Kippur war every single moment. Every single moment. And Bezad Hashem, who is helping us. In the minute you want, you want some, some to come close to him, is open. And you see, sometimes it's not difficult. It's not. It's not so easy. Sometimes it's not so easy because Yetzirah, the devil is playing a big game here, and we see it so many, so clear. You know, I I know the mashal that the story about 
a millionaire that a big a bank account and one day decided to move to another bank account the bank manager and all the people come no don't do it I'll give you a better benefit I give you ear interest I give you this this is exactly what happened to us the Yetzirah when he see when he see us that wanted to move to another to better better location to come closer to Kadosh Baruch Hu is fighting is, 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 is a war is war is bring all this ammunition, all this kind of temptation, and and uh, and we know the sage said that the bigger you are, you have more and more yetzerah because otherwise it's not fair game, not fair game for, for uh, our situation. Uh, only a few people like like a Ben Ishchad did. He did uh, some effort, you know, he did take six years in a row uh, fasting and fasting and become like free from it. It's, uh, and uh, many, many people, other Chachamim and Kedoshim, uh, as, as the knowledge. And, uh, but we have to follow this. We have to follow the Torah. We have to follow the, our Chachamim. We cannot come and say, I know, I know better than you. I know this. Machlokot, get out from this. Let's go. Let's. You know, it's not such a thing. Ashkenaz, Farsi, Litvish, the Hasidish, Moroccan, Persian, whatever you call it, is no such thing. We are. We are four of a kind. We all one. We all one. We have to understand. This is our Yom Kippur. We have to fight, 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 and continue. Don't leave. Don't leave the the the, the, the battle to the day Otherwise, you, you said, I, I'm raising my hand. I'm, I'm finished. Keep running. Keep running. Look for the for, for good causes. Good help. I help other people. I'm telling you, I'm, sit, I'm, 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 I'm sitting here, and it's, it's, I would say, quite a few years that I'm de uh, we're dealing, I'm, 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 we're dealing with, with this uh, kind of uh, organization, bringing, uh, you know, helping other Jews, uh, starting for with the Bet Knesset, the, the Nostan Shul, and uh, Shadat.org with Rabbi Mashamayor, and we spread Torah, we spread nobody, nobody forced nobody to listen to the Torah, nobody forced nobody to, uh, we don't have any magic to put you in a coma and put you uh, a, 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 like other codes that do you. Uh, intensive seminar that you, you don't barely sleep and you get a brainwash. No, I don't see I don't see it. I don't see it. Not Rabbi divine information, or Torah any time. All the big, nobody forced them to do this. And we get, I, I think that we get, we come with the boot and Jay Root. You can see and you can hear, you can feel that it's it's not it's not something that we are just doing it for for fun and to make profit because nobody nobody make profit here from this especially in Jerusalem and we're trying to survive we're trying to give a different perspective and a lifestyle on Derech Yadut or Chaim. Bezad Hashem Kadosh Baruch Hu Yimalek Kol Mishlot Lebenu Mishlot Lebchem Letova and this year the coming to us. Tiesh, um, um, what do you call it? Tivane Shuv, Ir David, Tafshin Aindale, Tivane Shuv, Ir David, Veniskegled, Bebet Amidash, this year, 
בעזרת השם, כל עם ישראל, כל עם ישראל, הקדוש ברוך הוא ייתן לנו את הכוח לעמוד בצרות הקטנות שלנו. If we compare ourselves to other nations, we are the best, we are really the best. You cannot compare, you cannot compare, and you can see that every Jew has his part in Echelik Olam Abba, but come, grab it, do something, take upon yourself small, small, small stuff, help other Jew, give a smile to one, don't be eight, they go to yourself and say, I am Mekabel Mitzvat Seshel Ve'avtar Ve'racha Kamocha, even he is not deserved, even it cheat you. Even if he, he went out of you, he is way to, to trick you. Our chova, our obligation is to come and love our, our fellow Jew. Love our children, give them the attention. I know that it's tough, very tough to come and we have the Parnassa war and the all other obligation. Please, I know, I know that people so many people around us. Look in the bright side. Look at the cup that you have. Not even the full, but you have a cup. Some people don't even have a cup. Try to fill it up. And I know that when you do, you put a drop, Kadosh Baruch put ten. You put two drops, Kadosh Baruch hundred. And I tell you, this, this, the, it's not a linear line. It's abnormal. When Kadosh Baruch decides to open his blood, it's plenty. Nothing can stop. And Bezal Hashem, again, to all our listeners, to all our viewers, Shana Tova Mbuachet, Gmar Hatima Tova, and this question in Mabot, Nimut Lutvot. Toda.